right, everyone. We are excited to be here. This is Two Bays in a Pod. I am your host, Andrew Wright. And over in his bedroom is my co-host, Cody Johnson. Hey, everybody. Um, this is going to be a really interesting episode, so I can't wait for you guys to listen. Stay tuned, and we hope you enjoy it. Alright guys, well, uh, last week it went really well, uh, talking about our old jobs, our first jobs and our first paycheck, and uh, this week is completely different. Uh, We really don't have a theme. (laughs) We were talking and we were kind of trying to think of a theme and, you know, Cody and I, we decided, we were like, you know what, we're just going to go with the flow, we're going to see how this goes, so um, there's really really no well i guess there is a there is kind of a talking point last week we kind of started with it and i was when i was re-listening to it i was like i was like you know i want to talk more about it because my wife and i have been watching um the uh 90 day fiance before the 90 days and um we are currently caught up Cody, I know you just caught up. Yeah. Today, right? Yeah, we actually watched it about mm, 30 minutes before we <laughs> before we turned on our computers. <laughs> okay. So, if you guys don't know what uh before the 90 day is, a quick synopsis on what this is. So, there's a previous show that was called 90 Day Fiance and it was basically about uh these uh people coming from Uh, different countries to marry someone here in the United States. The thing is, is you have 90 days from the time you land in the United States. And then you have 90 days from there to get married. If you are not, you have to go back to your country. So a lot of the show is basically these people, they pick these people because they obviously um, don't use their brain enough. And they don't tell their family or they don't tell their friends or they didn't think to plan the wedding before they got there. And so um, these people have, you know, they go through all this chaos and they got to tell the family and whatnot. So this show is called Before the 90 Days. So it's basically the people from the United States going over to the other country to meet with them, see if they want to actually pursue this K-1 visa, which is the 90 day uh, wedding thing. So mm-hmm. that's kind of a quick synopsis. This season has been an absolute train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> that is an understatement, but yes, <laughs> been an absolute train wreck. It is terrible. Um, so actually, because you just watched it, I yeah. want to know who you want to start with. There's a lot of couples, and I think we're going to hit every single couple in this yeah. episode. And Cody, what couple did you want to talk about first? Oh my gosh. Okay. So I really would want to talk about um, Jeffrey and Vara first, but I won't. I think we'll save those for last because I, I think you and I have big talking points on that one. Um, I will say I think I want to touch base with David and Lana first, who <laughs> Lana shows up out of nowhere. Um, and I got to be honest, man. If anyone has seen 90 Day Fiance um, and watched any of the shows that basically come out of this um, this television series, um, every essentially all the Americans' parents have the same grief, which is how do you know they're not coming here for a green card? And then obviously as the show is put together, you get to meet the person coming from the other country and the American and see how the relationship works. Mm-hmm. And there are honestly several of these couples that have been on the show that make it and, and they're great. And obviously there's others that not so much. And when first off the entire show, the entire season leading up to David and Lana, you think Lana is not even real. And then mm-hmm. you get to a point where she's obviously scamming him. And then now we've met Lana and they meet, which couldn't be any more awkward. Um <laughs> And my thing is when they do the flashback of, you know, 24 hours before Lana meets David and you're, we're getting to meet Lana, it couldn't be any more of somebody from another country looking to get to America by any means necessary. I mean, 
Oh, Everything man. she said, all of her phrasing, her purpose of meeting yeah. David, and then her bailing on questions that she didn't want to answer. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's written on the wall. Poor David has put his heart out there for seven years, and this is who showed up. <laughs> so, yeah, that what Cody kind of glossed over was this guy, David, has been talking to this girl, Lana, for seven years on a website. Now, the website you can only... It's basically only text message or, you know, instant Facebook messaging. messenger or something. Yeah. Instant message. That's, that's the best word for it. And, um, but there's no video. You cannot do video. And this chick only speaks, I think she's from the Ukraine, correct? Right. Yeah. So she's only speaking Ukrainian and this, or Russian, I guess is what it, what it really is. Something like that. Yeah. And, um, he only speaks English. But through this website, it like interprets it, it translates it mm-hmm. for you. So when you send it, you can send it in your language, but then it sends and it reads to him English. Mm-hmm. So he's never talked to her on the phone. He's never talked to her like FaceTime or any of Skype or nothing like that. So they make you believe that this chick is not real. And they kind of go deep dive and they're just saying, well, we're not saying that she's not real, but we're saying. Basically, uh, girls like her scam guys like you to either get to the United States or these guy or these girls are getting paid on these sites, and this is their source of income. So it's kind of funny because when she shows up, you're just blown away. You're just like, "Oh my god, she's actually real! Are you kidding me?" Mm-hmm. So <laughs> when I saw her. This is this is the honest God reaction I had when me and my wife were watching. I was like, no fucking way. <laughs> no. I was no, it's not true. Yeah. <laughs> She's not real. That's so funny. And so then they do the twenty but you know, the twenty four hours before she met him. Uh-huh. And um yeah, she was just like they were like, Oh, like why do you think David why do you think why do you want to be with David? And she's like I don't want to answer. Like she did yeah, not she want did. to answer. And then she came up with some live like, Oh, when I saw David, he very attractive. Yeah. No, was like, not. Come on. Lana. And then when they first met, she was, Oh yeah, he's a, he's, he's better in person except for that leather jacket. And yeah. we were like, so me and my wife, we were dying and we we're like, yeah. And you know, his overall appearance period. <laughs> <laughs> and so we, we were just like, Oh my God, I can't believe this guy got exactly what he wanted. And it was funny because he was so persistent. He was like, no, no, this guy, he hired us a, a personal investigator mm-hmm. to investigate Lana. Mm-hmm. He finds her on multiple websites, like same thing that um, David found her on, on this other website, um, talking to other guys. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, that's not her. Nope. nope. And he was like, it's the same picture. It's the same. It's coming from the same account. No, nope, nope. It's not her. Nope, you're lying. And so he fired the dude, the personal investigator, on the spot because he didn't believe him because he's been in this relationship for seven years and they had uh, attempted to meet what four times before. Four times before this moment. Yeah. This is the thing that bugs me. Okay, David. I know you're probably not listening, but on the off chance that you are, this chick was going to have surgery. But when you were going, when you went over to Ukraine to meet, she didn't know about the surgery until that week that you came. And then all of a sudden she has surgery. Come on, dude. I know the Ukraine doesn't have like great medical care like United States does. But still, they have scheduling appointments. Okay? <laughs> and so you're going to know if you're going to have an operation or a procedure or whatever it was beforehand. Mm-hmm. So she would have known. Let's use our brain a little bit, buddy. I know you're blinded by loneliness. Or love, whichever the two are. It's, nope, it's not love. It's loneliness. <laughs> Dude. I was, I could not, I was like, when he fired the personal investigator, I was like, this guy is beyond crazy. 
he is such a lonely dude. Well, not only that, but when he first off, when he fired him in the same shop that they're talking in with the translator, and then she has to translate. She's like, <laughs> "Well, um, um, uh, you're 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 fired. Uh, have, like, have a good day." <laughs> he said, "Yeah, he said uh, you're, you're you're fired. fired. And we're gonna go." He's like, yeah. "Come on, come on, let's go." And she's yeah. like, "Okay, okay, okay, bye." To be... <laughs> To be a translator, to be that translator, she was probably relaying the information to David and was like, oh, man, this guy's going to have his heart broken. He's like, nope, 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 nope. And she was like, oh, my God, this guy is insane. He doesn't understand. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. So that's that's David and Lana. So uh, I know that they weren't highlighted in this most recent episode that we're talking about. But first off, Yolanda and Williams. What are your feelings on that? Okay. So first, I liked Yolanda and I felt bad for her because immediately I was like, oh, she's being catfished. And my wife and I, we were just like, yeah, she's being catfished because um, all the pictures that he has on Instagram, Mm -hmm. um, he sends to her. And so we're like, she doesn't have any different pictures. Like, that's weird. That's, That's already a red flag. And then second, when she talked on the phone with him, <laughs> she was like, oh, I love his British accent. And I was like, that's not a British accent. Not I do close. a better accent. <laughs> I was like, that's that's not a British accent. And so my wife, she was like, yeah, that's that is so far beyond a British accent. And oh. so we were like, blown. we were kind of caught off guard because she was like, oh, yeah, I love his British. I was like. Okay, we've all heard a British accent. How are you not getting this? And so we were kind of like, okay, whatever. I mean, I guess you can kind of be fooled by that. Maybe. I don't know. Whatever. I mean, you're really bad at hearing. Yeah. And so, I mean, and then we kind of like heard her story. And I was like, oh, she's just lonely. You know, she kind of fell for this dude. And, you know, I felt kind of bad. But then when, like, her kids are, like, showing her all this, like, okay, you know, they did the cross-reference. And the the friend of williams texting her saying oh um i i was just hanging out with him his uh his instagram was hacked so you know he's here he's doing fine and it was some chick and i was like dude lady lady come on so now i've gone to ice i felt bad for her and now Mm -hmm. i'm just like you are continuing this this is now your fault. And yeah. now I don't care if you get hurt because you have continued with all the red flags that have been popping up and you're just driving by. I'm going, Oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah I see that. I see that, but Oh, that's a nice going. color on that flag yeah. as it waves by and it means nothing to me. <laughs> that one could be pink. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this though. Yolanda should be extremely proud of her kids for actually Oh, yeah. Every step, every step of the way, when they're trying to prove how how much she's being catfished, and you know, when their kid showed her the reverse image searching and came up as a stock photo, not even him, and then they're trying to explain to her all the evidence in front of her about why she's being catfished, ain't real, and um, you know, then Erla- uh, Yolanda is just coming up with all these excuses, and then her kids are almost firing back with the stuff that she's taught them as. You would know, like the same thing you told us not to do, you did like sending, you know, (laughs) sending inappropriate pictures to random strangers, you know, Mm. like Yolanda should be very proud of her kids for having the common sense and the, and the difference between right and wrong to know when this situation is not playing out the way it should. And for her kids trying to bring into the light. But yeah, when Yolanda first got introduced to us, I felt for her because she said her Mm -hmm. husband of 30 years had passed away. She'd yeah. been lonely, and then in a time of need, this dude came out of nowhere, and you know she was, um, you know, swept off her feet. And now all of a sudden, there's all this evidence that supports like why it's not working, and all this evidence to show why it's it's all fake. And she still won't believe it. Is still holding out hope, and it's like, I don't know what else to tell you. And now I'm I'm on almost in the same boat. I still feel bad because of in the situation she was in but now i'm like look if you want to remain helpless that's on you but don't take everybody else down with you because yeah it's just not fair you know but yeah goodness gracious yolanda i mean how many more red flags do you need to see seriously i mean what <laughs> I, I don't know what else you could do i mean i get what she was saying uh this last episode she was like well i kind of 
you know, I texted him and, and like, you know, she was like, I still want to know who it was, you know? So she's kind of to the point where she knows it's fake, but she wants to believe that it's still real. So she still has hope, but not like a ton as, as what she did. Mm-hmm. But the fact that she still has hope is just like, there's no helping you, Yolanda. There's no, just, absolutely not. I mean, I get you want to see it and you want to see who it was. And I'm in the same boat. You know, I, if I were, if I were in her situation, I would want to know who is doing this to me, but you're, you're naive to think that you're going to get that answer. Like it, it's not going to happen. Yeah, Um, for sure. I feel bad for her. (laughs) Okay. I feel bad, but then again, I don't, I guess. Yeah. At the same time. All right, Cody. Um, I want to know. I'm trying to think of who I should talk about first. (laughs) Okay. Let's go with Rose and Ed. Um, and you'll probably hear us say no neck Ed, because this guy (laughs) literally has no neck. And at first, when I first saw him, I was like, okay, I probably shouldn't be so mean, but he's a dick. All right. So he's he's a real asshole. I'm calling him no neck. I'm calling him no neck Ed. All right. So first of all, the first question I wanted to know was, Uh do you think she was for real? Well, I've got mixed feelings about it. Um, so my wife and I watched the show and, you know, my wife has been on our, our podcast before along with your wife. They, they've mm-hmm. did, uh, a, uh, I think they did two episodes with this, right? Or they only did the one so far. No, just the one. Okay. Um, anyways, her backstory is she's from the Philippines as well. So Rosemary, who's Ed's girl from the Philippines that he met, um, I was asking my wife, you know, what she thought and she thought, it, um, Rosemary was trying to get out and it was, uh, an act, not an act, but it was her way to get out to kind of like get into America and all that stuff. And she was, to be fair, she was in a really, yeah, really poor, uh, spot of the Philippines. Yeah. I mean, and, it was it was pretty bad. Yeah, and if all those that had never been to the Philippines, I've been fortunate enough to travel there to visit my wife's family, and we got to spend about ten days there. So we got to we got to see the tourist side, and we got to see the really impoverished prov- side. Which, you know, the Philippines more or less is a third world country. I mean, just to put it as plain as possible. So, mm-hmm. you know, the conditions that Rosemary's you know area was at was very much what you see in the Philippines in terms of like what a typical town will look like. You know, not a lot of you know, there's not really houses. They're more of like 10 huts and they're not really structured correctly. And they've got a lot of damage and they're very dangerous, you know? So, but, um, so my wife doesn't think that, uh, Rosemary had the right intentions in terms of going to America for love, but I think she kind of did. There's a little bit mm-hmm. of evidence to me that says she did. I mean, yeah. it looked like that she, um, you know, I think you and I had text about this too is, um, you know, no neck Ed wanted to take her on vacation because he couldn't last one night at her house. <laughs> and, <laughs> and she didn't want to leave because she didn't want to leave her son Prince. Yeah. And uh, he convinced her anyways. And she went and, uh, and there was some flashes of it. Maybe it is like a legit relationship because there were some other couples from previous seasons that were from the Philippines and it like, it worked out even though we thought yeah. the same way. It looked like it was just there for the, the green card more or less. But um, yeah, I think she was there for love. Although I was saying she needs some sort of medal, some sort of recognition, a parade in her honor for sleeping with Ed, because I don't know how any, I don't know how any female would do that (laughs) willingly. So, so Cody, I don't know about you, but let's say you have a really good night with your wife. Mm -hmm. You know, you get, you guys get down and dirty. And then the next day, um do you have you ever insulted your wife after oh no you woke up and you're just insul- okay because this is what no neck ed did he he hasn't had sex in what 30 years 20, almost i'd imagine <laughs> what was it i think it was like 28 years is what he was saying or 27 years i've been wow. waiting or something like that is what i kept remembering him saying <laughs> he he says he finally got to sleep with uh rose and Mm -hmm. 
to her credit, she was like, it was fast, but it was good. <laughs> she was so honest about it. So that made me laugh. But uh, I was like, well, I imagine if you haven't had sex in, you know, 28 years. Um, so he was like, so then he, he presents a razor, <laughs> a razor and uh-huh. shaving cream to her and was like, hey, I noticed that your legs are like mine. And she was like, huh? And he was, oh, they're very hairy. And then he was like, I don't like girls with hairy legs. <laughs> I was like, dude, she literally just let you hit it last night. You can't wait for this conversation. <laughs> and so oh what, was, what was my favorite part, though, was actually my wife and I, obviously, we watched it together. And so he says that he was like, I don't like girls with with hair on their legs. And my wife literally blurts out, well, I don't like guys with no necks. <laughs> and so I had to tweet it that night because I was dying. Oh, my God. That was so funny. And I was like, dude, you seriously can't wait. But to make it worse, then later on during uh, as they were hanging out, they are in another hotel room. It might have been the same one, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. If you're and, talking about the the part I think you're talking about, this is where they go to the hotel on vacation. So this is... Oh, okay. This so this is, is at, a different hotel. Yeah, so, they, so, the, so what you're talking about is... So she, she ends up shaving her legs, and in return, he shaves his face because she didn't like his beard, which, by the way, he should have kept the beard anyways, just... If you get over the hairy legs, because you look worse without the facial hair. Anyways, and then he, he, it didn't help that they went to that market and he was no. sweating his ass oh my off. God. And yes. you could just get all over his. Face. And then he showers with her father. <laughs> <laughs> which, which was the most awkward shower because he was like, uh, uh, okay, what, what do I do? And he's like being such a woman about it. Like, it's, it's cold. Oh, it was like, Drew, at any point. Drew, at any point between your marriage and your wife's, have you ever thought about having a shower with your father-in-law? Um, no. No. Okay. <laughs> I, I didn't think so. I was going to say, maybe if I got like soup, no. No, nope. not even then. <laughs> There's absolutely nothing. I mean, there, there was a time where, um, this might be a story for another day, but uh, I grinded, actually Brad and I grinded on my father-in-law as we were drunk. <laughs> Up oh on a, <laughs> but that that'll be drunk stories uh, too. <laughs> that has to come out soon because now we need to know what what led to that happening. <laughs> okay, uh, it's one of my favorite. It's one of uh, uh, I think my in-laws' favorite stories of, of of me getting drunk. Which hey, at least they have a good story, not a, like a really bad story. So. Okay. Not not to go down a rabbit hole, but how long had he been had he been your father in law when you did that? Oh man, I don't know. Oh man, I have no idea. You don't remember that. Just, my wife is gonna kill me because she's like, "Oh my god, I can't believe you you don't remember." Well, you know what, honey, I'm sorry. Okay, I don't remember everything, and I have almost finished my glass of whiskey. So there. <laughs> Okay, back to ni- back to the before the ninety days. She's gonna um, hate me. <laughs> but anyways, back to the before the ninety days. So what you're talking about is now that they've spent the night at her hometown, they go to a hotel for their vacation, and mm-hmm. that's where the second part of him being an asshole comes in. Go ahead, you can keep going. Okay. So this the second part of him being an asshole is when he basically gifts her mouthwash, the best toothpaste. <laughs> and a toothbrush and then demonstrates like as if she's never seen one before because, Oh, you've got, you've got bad breath. And she goes, going to brush it like this. Yeah. And then she goes, I have an ulcer. It has nothing to do with my breath. It's from my stomach where the ulcer is. And that's what comes out. There's, you know, you know that. And he goes, Oh, I'm so sorry. I, I didn't realize that that's what caused it. And so he's then trying to make up to her. He goes, I love you. And then in Tagalog, she said whatever the term is. And in translation, it's you're ugly. And then she <laughs> then goes into the restroom. <laughs> and he goes, I hope that means I love you. <laughs> and she gives him no answer, by the way. <laughs> so now he's thinking that that is how you say I love you. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, he was a big dick to her. And then um, 
then they were like getting ready to plan like how they were going to get married. Mm-hmm. And like you said, I mean, uh, for me, I felt like she was in it for the right reasons. Um, because she was in such a poverish, poverish, um, uh, I guess town. Um, you know, you could make the case, hey, maybe she was just really playing it up, and you know, she just found any way. So she was, you know, making she was letting everything slide. But the fact that she didn't let a lot of this slide really showed me that she was in it for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. Like when he brought up the whole you need to shave your legs. She was offended and she was like, that hurts. Mm -hmm. And then she was like, fine, then you shave off your beard because I don't like it. Mm -hmm. And he was like, oh, okay, okay. So, I mean, at least he did that. But then like when he said, you have bad breath and she was like, wow, are you, are you, are you kidding me? We're going through something like this again. Like she was really hurt. Mm -hmm. And I know you could say, well, anyone would be hurt. Even if you're like trying to fake it, that's, that's still not nice. Mm-hmm. But she was really pissed off about it. Yeah. And she was like, well, I decided to let it go because, you know, there is, I mean, he really didn't know what it was. And I don't think she was giving him the benefit, of, the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. I think he, I think she really understood that he didn't understand all that. Yeah. And so she was like, okay, well, I guess, you know, whatever. And then when he told her that he didn't want to have kids. Oh, that was the straw that broke the camel's back. That was, and she was like, well, I'm done. This yeah. is, there's no point. You've insulted me now three times because mm-hmm. first of all, you told me that uh, my legs, you don't like my legs. Then you're telling me that I have bad breath. And now you're telling me that basically the only future that you and I have are the son that I, my son that I already have. And then I'm going to be with you. And basically you're not going to give me a little something of what I want. It's right. all about you. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, I'm done. Yeah. And she left. And I was like, man, good for her. She right. should have left. So for me, those all those actions, like and like what you were saying, when she was going to go on vacation with him, she didn't want to go. Mm-hmm. She only was going because she was like, well, he's only here for a little bit of time. So, you know, as much as I don't want to leave my son, you know, I really don't get to see Ed as much as I get to see my son. So I'm going to take this opportunity to go. Mm -hmm. and so that's what she did and she did like i said she didn't even want to go so Mm -hmm. i felt like she was in it for the right reasons for a while i was like you know what if i were ed and i saw where she lived i wouldn't care if she was scamming me i'd be like yeah come to america because holy crap this is awful yeah it was it was pretty bad and um you know for her to to be in that situation and to know what's ahead of her if she goes to america and for her to still say, no, I'm done, kudos to her. Like yeah. you said, she deserves like a medal or a parade or a, statue. a mini a mini holiday or something. But don't give her chicken nuggets. That might trigger her, though. Because <laughs> <laughs> Ed is shaped like a chicken nugget. <laughs> Uh, what was the guy's name from McDonald's that you said he looked like? I don't know, but he was the purple, the purple dude. guy. Yeah, yeah, the purple guy from the old McDonald's, the '90s McDonald's. Google it, he... everybody. Anybody <laughs> that was not born in that time frame should Google it. You will see Ed's re- reflection there. I mean, if if Mr. Potato Head was a human, <laughs> it would have been Ed. Oh man! Oh, so, so Drew, was... what is what are your? I've been asked. I've been waiting for you to tell me this one. <laughs> what are your feelings on Erica and Stephanie? I hate Stephanie. I hate her. <laughs> and I know hate is a strong word. And I I don't and I'm telling you this right now. I don't use it lightly. I hate her. She she took one of the most positive people I think I've ever seen on any show, like mm-hmm. any reality show. And made her cry basically every single fucking episode. Yeah. Like, I felt so bad for Erica. And Erica, if you're out there listening to this by any chance, I I fully support everything that you did. She stood up for herself. Mm-hmm. She tried to give Stephanie three chances and still didn't work out. It was It was not on Erica at all. It was all of Stephanie's insecurities, and she mm-hmm. was putting all the blame on Erica. Yeah. And that's where I, I did not like that at all. 
She was putting all of her insecurities on her and making her feel like the bad guy. And she had literally just came out to her parents Mm -hmm. and she was then Stephanie was like, Oh, well I'm going to do the same. She's telling her in front of her face, I'm Mm -hmm. going to do this for you. She goes on the, on the call with, and I'm not saying that it's easy to come out to your parents. If, if you're, if you're gay or uh, bisexual or trans or whatever, I understand that is a hard, mm-hmm. that is a hard thing to to tell your parents mm-hmm. because it was not accepted in their um, in their world. Sure, you know, like it is now. And so I understand that it's hard, but your girlfriend that you supposedly love. Mm-hmm came out to her parents in front of her parents mm-hmm. her parents staring right at her and for the record i also want to say erica's parents awesome the yeah. way they took that was phenomenal yeah they totally were behind it and kind of they were just it, it, like kind of yeah yeah they literally if they could have they would have said who cares but i think they were nervous about saying oh okay who cares yeah yeah i think they were worried of how that was going to come off but seriously that's how they were they were just like okay cool yeah. it was so uh you're still erica yeah <laughs> it was so nonchalant it was like Okay, well, you know, if it makes you happy, yeah. that's that's fine, you know. I mean, so. that makes me that gives me motivation that if any of my kids ever um have to come out, you know, if they're if they end up being, you know, gay, bi, trans whatever, I want to have that reaction mm-hmm. because I want to give my kids my full support just like that. That was so awesome. Um so I just wanted to say that. Um but then her stephanie not telling her parents like i get it's hard but if you're if you actually love this person like you shouldn't be afraid to say it in front of and you're doing it on a skype that was the other thing she had a chance to do it in front of person Mm -hmm. i understand that could be hard then they did skype so she had a second chance and she still didn't do it yeah and i was just like and you wonder why erica was hurt about that are you are you kidding me and then she was just she started fights. Oh yeah, that was the oh, other thing. Sure, hated. she was starting fights left and right, and Erica was like, "Well, this was fun." Yeah, <laughs> like, and they started I a fight so in front bad. of her friends, and she was like, "I didn't oh, want yeah. this to happen." And and it was it was it was sad. I felt so bad for Erica, and you know, I get it you know, if I'm going to play a little bit of devil's advocate is yeah. Stephanie probably has gone through a lot of relationships where she's been done wrong. She's been lied to. It has really tampered with her uh, ability to trust and to be open with people. But what was ironic is she wants to get comfortable with this situation, but she didn't do anything to make herself get comfortable or, or get uh, acquainted, especially with her, with, uh, Erica's friends who I know that she's probably had like experiments with. And so if you were uncomfortable with that, which by the way, she totally said that she had disclosed, it was not a secret. You knew well endowed before you made this trip to Australia. So you could have voiced that well before you showed up and then you Mm -hmm. show up and then cause trouble. And everyone's looking at you like, well, what? Well, I mean, that's not really your place to say because we're all friends. You're kind of the new person here. Exactly. And, and it's like, you don't really have a room. You don't really have room to tell us what to do. And uh, you know, one of the things that broke my heart is when Erica was trying to sympathize with Stephanie and probably one of the last, um, the, I think a couple episodes ago, it was mm-hmm. when the Skype call didn't go through in terms of she coming out to her mom Mm-hmm. And Erica was just trying to say, you know, just trying to voice her concern. She goes, you know, I'm just afraid that if you don't do it, you'll never do it. And I don't want to be kept in the dark because I had a relationship that went on for 10 years where it was similar to this. And I just never said anything because I was too afraid, blah, blah, blah. And as soon as she said that, Erica, uh, Stephanie's went through the roof over the top about nothing. And it was like the yeah. exact reason she didn't want to tell you is because you would flip out and you still <laughs> fucking flipped out. Yeah. Like, what is your deal? You couldn't have had a worse reaction to yeah. what she was telling. Yeah. And she was trying to tell a little bit about her background. And then she was like, why didn't you tell me? And she was like this right here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this, this energy that you're giving off right yeah. now, this is why I didn't want to tell you. 
And she's like, it's not even that big of a deal. She's like, it's not a big deal. It was 10 years. She goes, yeah, yeah, but it's not now. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's like, and it's like, well, first off, I just, by the way, they've only been like online dating for like three months and they're like trying to go like zero to a hundred real quick. And Erica's like trying to build that. And then Stephanie just knocks it all down. And it and, was it was ridiculous too because Stephanie was like, "Oh, so when are you going to move to United? When are you going to move to the United States?" And she was like, "Oh, uh, I don't know." And Erica was like, "Oh yeah." So she, then she was like, "Oh, I guess I didn't know we were you know that close." And so she was wanting a little more intimacy. She was wanting to you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, kiss her, hold her hand, you know, hold her, watch you know show, and just like you know, kind of be a couple. And then Stephanie was like, uh, I don't want to do that. I'm not, I just, I barely know you. And she's like, you barely know me, but you want me to move to the United States? Like now. Exactly. You tell me how much, <laughs> how much you're in love with me, but yet you won't, you won't was, reciprocate feelings like what I'm willing to do. And it was just very like weird. Dude, like, even I was confused. I was like, what the <laughs> hell is going on? <laughs> you're confusing me. Stop it. <laughs> that is Man. That is so wrong. But um, one of the things that was funny is one of the last, the pre, the most recent episode that we're kind of mainly alluding to was when poor Erica drove three hours to another area where mm-hmm. Stephanie was in to just get on a flight the next day to have a conversation. And really it couldn't have been any more like enthusiastic on Stephanie's part. Cause Erica's like, look, I've already told you everything that was on my mind. I've already told you my mm-hmm. feelings. If, that doesn't matter to you then you know it sorry didn't work out and then stephanie's sign off was well thank you so much for that and i wish you all the best like what is this a youtube sign off you have nothing else than that well she is used to that apparently well i mean she is a youtuber yeah i you know i get honestly i know a lot of people are like man if i were erica i wouldn't have gone I get why she did because basically this chick did come from the United States to Australia to meet you, to hang out with you. So I think she felt like the least I could do, even though it's been, well, a train wreck, mm-hmm. um, I can still go, I can still drive over there and, you know, uh, hear her out one last time, see what she says. If nothing changes, then it's, you know, nothing changes. Mm-hmm. So I get her perspective. It is a long way to drive. I mean, that for us is like from from Fresno to Sacramento, Morro Bay, yeah, Sacramento, something like that. So it is a long drive, but it's not that bad. It's not something you can't do, and it's not something you could just drive right all the way back as well. I mean, it's sure. it's pretty easy to do that all in one day. So it's just annoying though to drive three yeah. hours to go do something, and it be a total a total shit show and then you have to drive all the way back home. So it's yeah. kind of like a but I put myself in that perspective. Uh, well, you know, I'm the kind of person who I like to drive and I like to drive long distances. So when my wife and I, when we drive really anywhere, I like to do the driving because um, especially if I were by myself, I mean, that's three hours of, I can listen to music if I want to uh, any podcast I want to, or I can just like, sit in my car and have my thoughts and basically talk to myself and you know especially in her situation that's probably what I would do first is I would just be driving and just really airing out all my anger honestly and once I got home I would be chill I would be good uh I may still be a little upset but I won't be as upset as uh, I was when I on on the start of the trip so mm-hmm. that's just me though Well, well, do you want to talk about Jeffrey and Varya? Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> I want to know what you think. Of. Okay, guys. So if anybody has been keeping up with it and has seen the latest episode, then you already know what's happened. Give you a backstory. Jeffrey is this guy from Knoxville, Tennessee, who's been looking for a partner. And he finds one in Varya who's in uh, Russia. Uh, I think mm-hmm. specifically in uh, Serbia, if I'm not mistaken. Or... She's from Serbia. Um, she's, she's in I think she's in a city like 30 minutes outside of Moscow, I believe is what it was. I can't, I can't remember. I know it's some really long, hard name to pronounce. I won't even give that a shot. <laughs> it's got every continent and no vowels. Anyway, 
<laughs> anyway, so um, so they meet and um, Jeffrey, in my opinion, because I think there's a, about a 10 year gap between them. And he's, yeah, he's 41 and she's 30. Yeah. And he's looking to settle down like yesterday, you know, and he's <laughs> he's he's going there. He's going there to meet the love of his life. And they've been talking for like three, four months, mind you, very, very quickly. And um, if everything goes right, then he's looking to propose and come back with uh, fiance. So that way they can file the K-1 visa and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, he goes, he gets there and it's awkward because, uh, you know, obviously this is their first time face to face. They don't really know, mm-hmm. like they've got a lot of feelings for each other, but they don't know how to physically yeah. you know, express that. And very much so. I mean, talking to someone online via computer or text messaging or whatever is significantly different than talking to somebody face to face or being able to have that intimate closeness like that. Um, and so anyways, it was awkward at first They kind of brushed through that throughout their time or throughout his time in Russia. And there becomes a point um, where, you know, he makes it very clear that he wants to settle down and all that stuff. And um, one of the things is he goes to her apartment. This is one of the things I got really annoyed with him about. They go to her apartment and it is like half put together, half torn apart because before she met Jeffrey, she was renovating her apartment and then Mm -hmm. she met him, really liked him. So she was like, well, if this relationship turns into something, it'd be, it would be logical if I just save the money I'm putting into remodeling this place and put it aside in case, you know, maybe this turns into something and I've got to move to the U S which by the way, they had talked about in the beginning of, That he was like, well, I would want you to move out here because of my kids. Right. So in the beginning of their relationship, she knew that she might be going to the United States. So it wasn't her bringing it up. It was him saying, I would want you to come here because I have kids here. Right. So it wasn't that she stopped because she was like, oh, well, I'm going to go to the U.S. It was, well, if this is going somewhere, then I am going to go to the U.S. And I'm going to be putting money into... uh, a house or uh, an apartment that I don't need to be putting money into. And for other reasons, if I go into the United States, I'm not going to be able to work for a while. Mm-hmm. So, and, and by the way I'm too, and by the way too, Varya is not one of these, is not uh, one of these ladies that is coming from a poor country. She actually is a, um, I guess a successful radio DJ and mm-hmm. she does very well for herself to live on her own. And, be yeah, able to and renovate a whole yeah. apartment. And so I, what I was getting annoyed with is like, she's clearly has a, she's clearly thinking this out in case you guys work out. And yet yeah. you were accusing her of you being her meal ticket. And it's like, look, she may be in a country that you aren't in, but you know, it's not like you're taking her out of poverty. She's, exactly. completely, she's completely doing fine on her own. You're not, I mean, you guys are just coming together in a relationship. It's not like you're pulling her from, from some third world country, like what Ed was going to do for, for Rose, you know, you like, she's doing well on her own. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so there, that's that part where I got annoyed with. And then, um, he finally, Jeffrey has a past where he got arrested for selling drugs when he was younger and he got put away, I think for like two and a half years is I think what he said. And he finally mm-hmm. told that to Varia and she, reacted a little harshly because they had a family member that passed away from doing the drugs uh, Mm -hmm. that someone had sold to them. So they, she had mixed feelings about it. And even after he told her, she was still like kind of uneasy with it just because like that was his past. And he did that. And he told her when he, when, uh, when they were there rather than he kind of say that uh, at first, but in his defense, like he kind of wanted to kind of get things, um, going and make sure that they were secure so he can then confidently tell her without her bailing because she even said that if he would have said something early on it wouldn't have worked she would have mm-hmm. cut it off right then and there yeah so fast forward now to she's uh he jeffrey has now met varia's mom and her brother and varia forced jeffrey to tell her family about his past and they reacted you know what most family would very shocked, unsupportive of the end of the relationship and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. And after that, um, Jeffrey and Varya talked and worked out their relationship. And it seemed like that they were on good terms, you know, for at the moment. And Jeffrey thought it'd be a good idea to propose. He then proposes in um, Varya, rightfully so, kind of hesitated a little bit before she answered. And this is what my point was. 
I do not blame her for hesitating one second. She was 30 years old. They are Mm -hmm. literally dating less than six months. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, she just found out about this past. She'd then be relocating to America away from her family, which she's obviously close with. And she just visited her mom who she was crying that she had to leave her mom to go back home. It wasn't that she was crying that she had to leave her mom to go to the United States. Mm -hmm. She was crying because she had to go back home. Right. So, there's already that you know that emotion yeah and then so when she's hesitating about it jeffrey gets really bent out of shape that well i don't want someone that's gonna second guess my their love for me and i was thinking well hold on dude she's 30 you're gonna you're asking her to marry you and she's mm-hmm. only 30 move her completely out of the country to with you and you guys haven't been together for not even six months and you guys yep. spent two weeks together and you think that that's going to, that's enough for someone to go off of to say, yeah, I'll spend the rest of my life with you. And in her defense, like she was just thinking it out logically. Like there yeah. was still his past that she's still trying to kind of uh, process. Um, you and know, he, and he honestly still doesn't trust her mm-hmm. that she was just in it for, um her getting to the united states right like he was like literally just questioning her about mm-hmm. her talking to another american before him right and so he was like oh so am i just your your ticket to america and blah 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 and she was like no i i really like you she goes yeah i was talking to another american on the same website but i don't like him right yeah <laughs> so i didn't pursue it and i met you and i like you right so what are we talking about? <laughs> so, and then it was, and then, so this is what my point was. I think cause Jeffrey, where he's at in his life really wanted someone like, like I said, yesterday, like ASAP mm-hmm. and Aria wasn't quite there yet. She's like, look, I really like you. We've, you know, had great moments together, but we kind of still need to work on this. And yeah, so and it, was, the- it was logical for her to kind of like hesitate and like, well, look, let's keep working on this before we kind of commit to that. And he got so bent out of shape that when he, when they left for the airport, he was like, I'm done. If you're going to question this, I'm done. Yeah. You know? And it wasn't that she said, no, I don't want to get married. She said, no, I, I'm just not ready right now. I'm not ready to get married right now. Mm-hmm. She goes, I feel like we will be getting married. I don't know when right, right now yeah. she goes, because I do still have questions and I still want to get to know you a little bit better. And he was like, well, I, oh, yeah, I, exactly. oh my God, I can't. I, <laughs> I, uh, I'm done. I, I got to get out of here. And I was like, dude, are you seriously losing your shit over this? Exactly. Me? And then she was like, no, I don't like, he was going to the airport and he was like, well, Oh, the oh, okay. First of all, Jeffrey is the worst. I hate this guy more than <laughs> I hate Stephanie. I hate him. He is the worst on this show. He is worse than No Neck Ed. He is worse <laughs> than Stephanie. He is the worst on this season. Okay, I'm saying it. I he was such a dick when she was like, "Oh, look," she was he was she was like showing him this building, uh-huh. and she was like, "Yeah, the next time you come, you know, you can." you can uh we can go and check that place out and he's like why would i come yeah <laughs> and he she was like what do you mean and he was like i'm not coming back you no know, why would i come back well like why would i come back here you know you obviously you don't want to get married and she was like no i i didn't say i don't want to get married i just said i don't want to get married right now we've right. only been talking for 5 months and he was like well you what a wasted trip right dude it's been 5 months it took me it took me almost three years to marry my wife and we saw each other every day. <laughs> like, come on, dude. Seriously. So that leads me to say this because so so okay, so Varia um basically is being broken up by Jeffrey because he's bent out of shape that she hesitated on Miriam and then she even tries to say, Look, I'm sorry, you know, like I don't want us to leave on bad terms. And he's like, no, that's it. I'm, when I get home, I'm moving on, blah, 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 whatever. And so he gets home and he's ghosting her the entire time. She sent yeah. him numerous messages. There's not one that he could have sent that said, look, you know, it's, you know, I've already expressed my feelings. Please don't contact me anymore. No, nothing. Mm-hmm. He just ghosts her completely. Mm-hmm. Yep. So for, um, 
early on in the in the season before he goes to russia he has lunch with his friends some dude and then this girl named uh, mary. mary and mary by the way is this thirsty broad that has that been wanting to jump jeffrey's bone since before he got on this plane and i was telling drew this that if if he had if she had her way she would have had him mount her on that table at lunch <laughs> because she wanted him that bad and was oh like, man i i was waiting for them to just go at it right oh, there oh my god yeah so anyway so jeffrey lands and they, he says within three weeks i think it was like three minutes and he's hitting her up yeah. they go out to dinner and they're basically having a relationship next thing you know varia shows up in america to surprise um jeffrey <laughs> With again, no warning, no nothing like that, because she wants to win his love. And now she's, this is what I think happened is she talked herself into getting on Jeffrey's level of wanting to get married. And she really wasn't there. She just talked herself up to it. And uh, the last thing we see in the most recent. Hold on, I want to cut you off before you bring it up. My wife and I, we were sitting here when we we saw her get off the plane. Uh And I go, I looked at my wife and I said, how much do you want to bet that Mary is going to be over at Jeffrey's house? Oh yeah. And she, and my wife looks at me and goes, no question. TLC <laughs> is not missing this opportunity. You see these production people are talking, the producer people, you know, they convinced him to call Mary over. Oh yeah. Mary was over at his house and then they were like, okay, now send Varia. So that's what we were. That's what we said. Like right when she was getting off the plane, yeah. I was like, "There's no question, Mary's going to be there." So, continue. That's what so, we were saying right away. Exactly. So then, so basically, the ending part of the most recent episode is when Varia travels all the way over to Jeffrey's house, shows up, and he opens the door like, "Oh, hey, what are you doing here?" Like it's just like it's some neighbor that comes over. Oh, hey, what are you doing here? <laughs> And then she like hugging on him and kissing him. And then, and he's just all kind of there in shock. And then the door opens more and it's Mary looking at her and Mario's like, who is this? <laughs> and, and then Mary's like, what is going on? Right. And so my wife was more upset with Jeffrey. Like, why couldn't he have like not hugged her? I think that's what set Mary off is because he went to go answer the door. And then next thing you know, you know, she may not have heard who was at the door, but he like hugged on her and then you saw them like kiss and he's like, well, what are you doing here? And he's like not doing anything to like get her to leave or anything. And then Mary then opens the door and like, who is this? What's going on? And then they, they go at it back and forth before the episode's over. But you know, <laughs> Oh my God, I can't wait till next week. <laughs> it was, I was, I was feeling nervous cause I didn't know what kind of train wreck we were going to be witnessing. <laughs> but it was, it was absolutely insane. I will say this. Faria, she did it on a whim. Mm-hmm. And I think her she's traveling to the United States for the first time. Mm-hmm. And for this to be the reason, I think she's going to hate America. I don't think yeah. she's ever going to go back. Um, if it doesn't work out. I mean, that's we're assuming that he, he likes Mary more. Which it kind of seems like he does, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, but she even says, she was like, well, in case, you know, there's a heartbreak, you know, I, I only, but she only gets like a hotel room for like that one day. And then she was like, and then I figured I'm going to stay with him for the rest of the, for the, the rest, rest of the stay. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is so bad. I was like, she should have been a she should have planned for okay if this doesn't go well Mm -hmm. what am i going to do no what Um, she should have done is when he wasn't answering her not booked a fucking flight is what she should have done (laughs) well yeah that's true after the after the 15th message of no answer huh maybe he's ignoring me maybe this isn't gonna work out you get no confirmation (laughs) of any hope to like come and salvage the relationship surely he's got a facebook that you can check or an instagram where he's yeah. posting pictures of going out and doing this to where you have a clue, but to just show up there blindly, in my opinion, was like, no, well, Maria, you're smarter than this. My conspiracy theory is the producers <laughs> probably convinced her. They're like, you should come to Tennessee. He yeah. would love to see you right now. <laughs> it is a prime time to see yeah. him. I will he's say- not seeing anyone. <laughs> 
<laughs> I will say this though. Um, like I mentioned, I really think that Varia really hyped herself up to get to Jeffrey's level of like urgency to get married because yes. when he left, she was like, look, like, I'm just not ready. I like you. I want to keep doing this. I don't want you yeah, to go. She was like, I don't want to, I don't want you to like, I don't want to let you go. Like, right. I, I really do love you. I'm just, I'm not ready to be married. Right. And then, so, yeah. And then what is it like? like three or four weeks later when it's basically her then arriving, she's all of a sudden like goo goo gaga sprung on him and had none mm-hmm. of that when he was in Russia. And she was like, Oh, I'm going to win him back. He proposed once he'll do it again. And it's like, no, I think, I think it was more, I think she was in love with him. I mean, I think she was excited and all that, but I also think that she just was trying to get to know him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do agree. I think she's coming over there and saying, oh, yeah, 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 I'm ready because she doesn't want to lose him. Mm-hmm. It's not the fact that she's ready to be married. She's just saying that right. because that's what he wants. Um, and, you know, that that's kind of her downfall. I wish she wasn't doing this because mm-hmm. I would respect her a lot more. If she was just like, well, fine, you know, yeah, you're obviously the person that fault. But now she kind of looks a little desperate now. Oh, she looks really desperate and she's about to get a Tennessee ass whooping in the next episode from what it looks like. <laughs> I don't know. Those Russian girls, they're pretty... I, I don't I know, man. Happy, man. We'll see. I mean, Mary was really wanting Jeffrey, so if it's a fight to the death, I think I think Mary's got to cremate, decapitate, whatever, man. She's, she's keeping that, man. She ain't letting <laughs> nobody take him anymore. <laughs> Mary could have a broken leg and she's going to still be going strong. <laughs> Nothing can stop me. Um, one couple we actually for actually there's two couples we didn't get a chance to talk about. Um, Usman and baby baby girl Lisa, and baby love baby, baby love, love Lisa, and then um, Avery and Ash. Which Avery and Ash I'm kind of oh, yeah. like bland about. I think Ash is a tool, and I don't see it working out. So yeah, I think he didn't want to tell Avery the truth. Avery about found anything. out, and I think she's very valid in being angry with him and like dude you're not telling me the truth mm-hmm. but now and especially with the whole um his kid taj mm-hmm. where she was like well i don't want to take you know your son away from from his mom mm-hmm. and then she legitimately asked taj's mom hey would you be okay if taj lived in america and she was like i can't even fathom him being gone for two weeks right Yep. And so she was like, oh, well, he didn't tell me that. <laughs> well, at least that's not how he phrased it. And yeah, then his he was like, de- oh, yeah, she's open to it. She's open for yeah, him and to, then his, to leave. And then when he gets caught or he's in a jam, his default is, uh, thank you so much for your concern. I'll take it in consideration for next time. Yeah. Like, what the hell, you robot? Yeah, dude. He, yeah, he's... He's done this before. <laughs> yeah, he, but he hasn't had anyone challenge him. And I don't think he's been with someone who also has a kid. Yeah. And I think that's that's where he's running into these issues right now. Yeah. And then also with Usman and Lisa, I don't know where this 50-year-old white trash lady <laughs> comes in and thinks she's all that and is, like, demanding things. And this guy, this dude has a good life in mm-hmm. Nigeria. It's not that he's doing bad for himself. No, I mean, um, he, I think he's, he's still popular. in it. I think he is still in it because he thinks he can make it in America in yeah. the music industry because I think he really loves music. Yeah. And that's okay. I honestly, I, I, I really don't have an issue with him doing that, but I think he also does have some feelings for this chick, mm-hmm. but then he's like, dude, she's like killing my career here. Yeah. Not even, <laughs> not even in America. She's so cut. She's what cut the hell time. am I going to do when I try and do this in America? You right. Know? Yeah, and, and if she's getting upset with the groupies that are just in that little local town, imagine if he yes, has a similar that is the other thing. in America. There, it's not as bad in Nigeria yeah. as it is in America. So, um, yeah, I just I, I don't know where she thinks I don't know who she thinks she is, but she is not the better one in this in this couple. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I guess we'll have to talk to him. Oh, I guess we'll have to talk about it next week, but. Well, have you seen previews for the next um, series that's coming out, 90 Day Fiance, Happily Ever After? No. You haven't seen previews for that yet? 
I don't think so. Okay. Well, is that the one where they were talking about where the dude was like, he was all, or the chick was like, well, you told me we were going to have a kid after a year of being together. And he's like, well, I don't have the money for it. right? Yeah, now. exactly. Yep. Oh, and it's so that that's one? where, okay. so that's, I have seen a little bit. Yeah. So there's actually a couple of returning couples. I don't know if you've uh, watched the one with uh, Colt and Larissa. That one was a train mm-hmm. wreck and that one will be interesting. And then they've got another one where this dude from, I think he came from Russia or Ukraine, marries this one girl who's, who she works for his, her dad. And um, they basically like, I know you're talking about. Yeah. I've seen that. I've seen that season. They basically (laughs) freeload off of him. And yet the, the dude won't do anything for, for her dad. And they have this really bad relationship. Mm-hmm. And then there's this other girl, her name's Kalani, and then uh, Asuelo, I think that's his name, or Asuela or something like that. And they're really funny. But uh, when he says his name, I always say his name sounds like he's saying a sweaty hoe. So, <laughs> so when it's like Kalani and a sweaty hoe, that's, uh, that's what he <laughs> thinks about. So that's a couple. And then the other one is the, is the Brazilian and the, and the other dude who doesn't want to have another kid. But yet she's pregnant. Uh, <laughs> yeah I saw. That's, that's the other yeah. couple so i've i've seen all of them i think it'll that'll be pretty entertaining that'll be another gossip thing we can do yeah if we if we watch it i don't know uh we have my wife and i we we have uh we have a lot of shows we're still going through i mean right now we're we just finished the last dance and um now we're gonna we're still watching uh how i met your mother we're almost done we're in the last season now mm-hmm. um we are still watching Criminal Minds, um, and we're also. Oh, why can't I think of the show? What's the other show we're watching? Oh man, I'm drawing a complete blank. Babe, what's the other show we're watching? No, this. <laughs> How I Met Your Mother, Criminal Minds. What's the other one we're watching? Ozark. That's the other one. Oh yes, I've yeah. seen all. I've seen that already. So. We're on season two right now. I think oh. we're on episode three. We've we finished episode one and two, so we're on episode three. Oh man, and, that, Ozark's um, probably one of my favorites. Oh man, it's so. Good. I love it. So, uh, m- my wife has an issue with it though because it's so intense. It kind of gives her anxiety. So we can yeah. only watch so many episodes. Oh man, um, if, if she's getting yeah, anxiety really now, good. wait till season three. Holy cow! <laughs> You want to talk about being on an anxiety, man. She might need to take Prozac before she watches an episode. <laughs> so anyway, so, I mean, we're into, and we're into other shows, but like, those yeah. are like our main ones that we try and watch as, as often as we can. So anyway, all right. Well, man, that was, that was good. <clears throat> Never um, thought we'd be doing a podcast where we talk about a reality TV show. Well, you know what I've, uh, you know, I've listened to the Bill Simmons podcast and he talks a lot about the bachelor and survivor and stuff. And I was like, I can talk about other, (laughs) other shows, you know, does it still make me look manly? (laughs) You know what? Honestly, I don't care. As long as my wife loves me, that's all I care about. I don't need other chicks to, to think that that's manly or not, or other men. I got my wife. That's all I need. So if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my God, how, how ridiculous. You know what? Screw you, man. I like it. It's entertaining. And it makes me laugh. I like watching people with no necks, hairy legs, and <laughs> to listen to 50-year-old women think that they're all that better than a 30-year-old man who is more successful than she is. And, you know, I like to hear all that. <laughs> just, I'm, just we are here laugh. for that trash TV. We are here for the trash TV. <laughs> And I'm not afraid to say it. <laughs> well, uh, man, that was fun. That was fun. I think uh, we might have to have we might have to have the wives come on and tell us their perspective, uh, how they feel on yeah. these. I'm thinking that might have to go. That might have to happen soon, or at least when the uh, when the yeah. season ends. I when think the, we might when the tell all comes out. Yeah. So. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. I, I hope you guys liked it. I hope you, if you haven't seen it and we just gave away basically what's going on right now, still go and watch it because I have been looking on Twitter ahead of time before I even started watching this show 
So I knew a lot of what was happening, but to like see the little things that some people say or like how they feel and whatnot, you're just like, you're blown away. So I encourage you to watch it from start to finish or start to uh, present. And um, it is, it is so fun. Uh, You can watch it on the TLC app. Uh, I think it's on, on, I know it's on demand on sling. Um, If you don't have any of those, you know, I think it's probably, you know, Xfinity, DirecTV, whatever. I'm sure it's on all of those. But um, if you if you don't want that, you can definitely watch it on the TLC app. Um, but yeah, man, it was it is a really fun show, and it uh, it, you you get once you get into it, you get super invested. <laughs> that's the unfortunate part is you get super invested, and then you like how you know you just get <laughs> amazed by people's decisions. So. Yeah, man, it's crazy. Well, we appreciate you guys listening. Thank you. Uh, go to DrewCodeSportsTalk.com to check out all of our content of Two Bays in a Pod and also Drew Code Sports Talk. Um, go check out our social media. We are on Instagram on this one only. Um, and uh, hopefully we will be, um, you know, we'll, we post all the time on there. So, uh, you know, really Instagram is all you really need now. Mm-hmm. You know? Especially for this one. Um, but um, go go check out our content. Also, go to fnx.com um, and check out a lot of their workout gear. Uh, any, uh, if you'd like, into protein shakes, creatine, protein bars, vitamins, whatever you need. They have all that, all that good stuff. So uh, I encourage you to go look it up. And if you want to get a discount, go to drewcodesportstalk.com. And uh, you can get 15% off on the link that we have on the website. So, uh, Cody, any final thoughts? No, I think that is it. Um, Let's see. Shout out to all you 2020 grads. Uh, Shout out to all the medical personnel. Uh, Drew, good job on the episode, man. It was really fun to kind of uh, gossip about. 90 day fiance so we should do- i just want to let everyone know we had been holding in talking about this all day <laughs> we had been talking all day on marco polo app um and we were talking about we were going to talk we wanted to talk about before the 90 days but i told cody i said i don't want to know anything of how you feel i want it to be genuine so it was really hard going all day not talking about what we had just watched so that was for you guys <laughs> But uh, to piggyback off what you said uh, with the 2020 grads, I want to I wanted to shout out uh, Maya. Um, congratulations on uh, graduating uh, from Fresno State. You did an amazing job. We're super proud of you. I know you're going to keep going uh, and further your education, but we are super super proud of you. Uh, you deserve everything, um, and you deserve to be celebrated. We're looking forward to uh, having a a mini celebration uh, for her for graduating. Um, and also I want to shout out uh, my nephew, Devin. He also graduated high school. Congratulations, man. Super proud of you as well. It's crazy that I have seen you graduate when I saw you were born. So <laughs> it is insane to see him grow up and uh, really, really proud of him. I just saw he got his, uh, his uh, diploma today. So, uh, you know, congratulations, man. I'm, I'm super proud of you. Um, I know you have, you might not think so, but I know you've worked hard to get here and, uh, you know, good job, man. Um, I couldn't be more proud. So, uh, a big shout out to my nephew and a big shout out to my sister-in-law, Maya. Uh, we are very proud of you guys and, and I know you guys are going to be doing great things. Agreed. Well said, my brother. All right. Well, that's it. We'll see you guys next week.